0: and do incredible things in my life and so over the years it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through his word and through his presence through this podcast I'm hoping to help you see the word of God with fresh eyes to learn to slow down with your Bible and ultimately to fall in love with your Bible and to fall in love with Jesus so thank you so much for joining me today I'm so grateful to have you here Thank you again for being here. And I want to say a great big thank you to everyone who has left reviews on Amazon or left reviews on Apple or other places where you may listen. Um, Reviews and ratings, it might seem so little, but it is a big part of spreading a message in this day and age. And so I just want to say a great big thank you to each of you. And thank you again. I'm just so grateful that you would take time to listen to the simple things shared here Today on the Unedited Podcast, we have a very special guest, uh, my dear friend, Dakota Campbell. I had the privilege of meeting Dakota about eight years ago, and um, she is a lot younger than me, and I've said on several occasions, she was just one of those friends that I didn't know I needed, and I am so thankful for her, for her impact on my life, and um, she has a lot to share on the topic of journaling, which is why I've asked her to be here today today I will say just briefly that um, she and I have been friends locally. Uh, She and I go to church together, and then she and her husband and her family went on a one-year missions trip a few years back, and so we were friends remotely and then, have again, had the privilege to be friends live and in person, and she has been really one of the biggest cheerleaders over the last few years as I've worked on the unedited projects. And just so glad to have you here, Dakota, to talk about journaling. Um, Can you just share a little bit about yourself, your life, your background, your education with the unedited listeners today?
1: Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much um, for having me here today. And also just thank you for the unedited podcast. It's just, it's such an encouragement to me. I know it's an encouragement to others and I love that it's a tool that I'm able to share with others too. So thank you, for, for just everything that you do. Um, so a little bit about me, um, I've been married for about 13 years. Um, right now my main thing in life is that I am a mom of two young boys and, um, my oldest is three and a half and my youngest is uh, almost 10 months. And so they keep me going all day long and, um, they bring me just so much joy. And so, yeah, I'm in that busy season right now, that crazy, exhausting, wonderful season that everyone tells me I'm going to miss and I do believe them. Um, but, um, so I'm in that season and, um, just a little my educational background, I have a bachelor's degree in educational studies. I minored in American Sign Language Studies. And like you mentioned, um, I, uh, my husband and I are also involved in missions work along with other things at our, our local church. So just a little bit about me.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing that. I will say, and you probably hear me say it all the time, but you will miss this season of young children. I know sometimes it can just be so exhausting when you're in the middle of it, but soak it up, soak up every snuggle, soak up every, everything about it. It's just such a beautiful season. And I know sometimes it can be a little overwhelming, but you are doing a great job. Um, I will just say very briefly that in the beginning stages of working on the unedited projects, I was asking the Lord for a few people who could read entries Um, that I had started to select and give feedback. And so it wasn't to edit them or say, change this or that it was just to say, include this don't include this. And through a series of events, the Lord, um, led me to Dakota and laid it on my heart to ask her to be a reader. And again, like I mentioned in the opening, she became a really big piece of the unedited journey and a big piece of the project's. And I know you've always been a journaler of sorts, but can you just talk a little bit about your journaling journey and how your habit of journaling has grown over the years? Yes. Um, yeah. So for, from
1: as long as I can remember, I've always loved um, scrapbooking. I've loved just this um, idea of collecting memories and I always took notes in church Um Love writing lists, writing things down, but it it had always been kind of sporadic. I had random notebooks all over the house with random things in them, and and never like one place for everything. Um, so it really wasn't until about 2016 that this habit of journaling really became consistent, and it really became um, more than just you know pictures and memories or sermon notes, but it became the this um, way, uh, this thing that I included in my personal devotion time and, and just helped me um, write out things that I had had been getting in the word of God that day or, or something that really ministered to me while I was praying. And so um, and really one of the biggest components that led me to journal more or to journal in more of this devotional way um, was getting you know copies of your um, the entries from your book. And, um, and so I always say that I was just privileged to kind of get the preview version of the book because God really knew that my heart just needed it long before it would ever get published. And, um, and so getting those entries just really, um, kind of was the spark that that helped me to do, to do this habit consistently. And, um, it was just like a really good tangible example of what journaling could look like and how you could journal from the word of God. Um, and so my habit just grew from there. Um, I just, you know, I, I just started the habit. I started growing. uh, I mean, I started filling up journals and, Um, just kind of, it became a part of my life. And then God led my husband and I to move overseas a couple of years ago. Like you mentioned, we were on a one-year missions trip and I lived, um, out of, out of the country, away from home. It was a, or it is a former Soviet union country. And obviously doing something like that requires, you know, that you leave your family, um, your friends, your church family, your, your so much of your support system. And so it was during that season that I really had nowhere else to go. So many times, um, you know, when I was struggling with something or when I wanted to share something, I had nowhere else to go. It was eight hours times time difference Mm -hmm. from everyone else that I would normally have, you know, wanted to share something with, Um, And so when I was ready to pour my heart out, everyone else was asleep a lot of times. And so God just really used journaling for me in that season, just to connect with him and for him to connect with me. Mm. He taught me so much, um, in that season and really, um, God just grew my habit just exponentially during that time. Um, and so, I look back now at those journals that I filled up during that season. And I can really say that that was just a pivotal time in my life where um, God just met me. And um, I really resonate with David when he says in Psalm 119, he says, unless thy law had been my delights, I should have perished in my affliction. And journaling just became the way that I was able to just really delight in his law and delight in him. Um, So that's just a little bit about my journey with journaling.
0: Mm, I love how you said that, unless the law had been my delight. And that is, you know, I say it all the time in the podcast, but journaling, Bible reading, prayer, it really does become the best part of your life. And it, for me, it's just so powerful to hear somebody else say that because that's been my experience. And I know it takes a little while to get to the habit or get into the habit to that level or to maybe to be able to say that and mean it. And I feel like oftentimes it is those really dark seasons where that becomes your experience. That's where you learn to delight in God. That's where you learn how to really press into him and he just becomes so incredibly special to you. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Would you say journaling has changed your life?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, I really, I really can say that it has. And, um, like you said, it wasn't always that way. Um, I, I, I don't think now I could really articulate exactly how thankful I am for my journals. Um, and just how thankful I am that I started this habit. Um, and it's not just obviously about journaling. We're talking about journaling all, alongside of reading, you know, reading the Bible, praying daily. And that really has been now the the best thing that I could have ever done um, for myself, for my family, for ministry. Um, and I, I really, I don't just, um. I don't just read the Bible and check a box anymore, or just read it out of duty, or or what you know somebody told me that I should do. But I actually love to do it. Like I want to do it, and um, and it and it it has just been a a journey. Um, but you know, I'm just thinking right now of a, a verse, and I don't want to take it out of context. But um, in Hebrews, you know, the Bible says, "No discipline is pleasant at the time, and." how it will afterward yield fruits of righteousness and, and peace or a harvest of peace and righteousness, I think, or something along those lines. but um, And how that's kind of been the same. It starts as a discipline. It starts as a habit. It starts as determination. And eventually, like, it, it, it becomes this harvest and you do reap what you sow. Um, but um, it really has transformed the way that I approach the Bible and just my relationship with Jesus. Um, and it just makes it more exciting, honestly. Um, it I love to write about what I, I read that day or just kind of take it. It just takes me deeper um, than maybe just reading something and being like, wow, that was really good or that really encouraged me. I'm able to take things a little bit deeper. um, And and I love that aspect of journaling. Um, A couple other things too that I just wanted to mention. um, A few years ago, I did a little bit of research on journaling and just found a few articles. um, And a few, just I'm just gonna read real quick two of the quotes that I found. One is from a research study done in New Zealand where it just says the very act of writing something down improves your ability to remember it later which we've probably all kind of heard. Um, But then also one article in relation to a study done with the elderly and those with dementia, Um, they said journaling enables us to keep a record of our lives when our minds start to fail us, Um, just relating to dementia. And I think sometimes I have found that journaling helps me remember the things that I don't want to forget when I'm in a season that I need to remember it. Mm. Um, and so many times I think we, we are guilty of suffering from kind of a spiritual dementia where we're just in a hard season. We, our minds are failing us, you know, to, to remember anything that got like, God, have you ever done anything good for me? (laughs) You know? And I think it's so, it's so easy for your mind to get clouded in those seasons. And you know, we forget like, Oh, he's healed us. He's blessed us how he's provided for us. He saved us, you know, just the simple fact that we have salvation. Um, and so sometimes, you know, in present affliction, you know, in our pain, our minds are failing us and we're just forgetting what we should, what we should know and what he's asked us to remember. Um, and this is so simple, but this has really encouraged me. Like, you can't remember what you don't remember, right? Like if you, mm-hmm. and and just the fact that, you know, when you write it down, you're more likely to remember it and you're able, you're able, sorry, able to go back to it and recall it to mine. Um, and I think too, that writing things down is just such a gift to your future self. Like it, it is mm-hmm. just, You know, if you think about history, how much, how much we learn from history, just history books and how much, um, how, how history is a gift to us now and journals become your personal history and you learn so much from them. You, you know, can go back and look at old journals. There are times where I go back and read things and I'm like, that happened. I did that. (laughs) I thought that, you know. Um, yeah. And it's just like, wow, I, I, you know, I came through this season of doubt, like, oh, wow, God gave me a word that day. And right. I wrote it down and it came to pass. And, you know, it's just incredible, um, how it's just really such a tool to be able to remember things that, that will encourage us.
0: So that is a pretty, uh, <laughs> shameless sales pitch for journaling. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. and I think you and I would both shamelessly pitch journaling to anybody because we've seen the effects of it in our lives and, um, just the way again, that it's changed our, our devotion time. What do you think? And maybe this question kind of ties back a little to the previous question, but what is one of the most powerful ways that God has used journaling in your life personally? And then we'll go into some practical tips.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, some of this does tie into the previous question, but, um, you know, again, just this idea of remembering things, um, I had mentioned earlier how the Bible, you know, so many times God asks us or the Bible commands us to remember things. Um, you know, there's a few examples in scripture, God told the nation of Israel, remember all the way the Lord your God has led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. Um, Remember what the Lord thy God did unto Pharaoh and to all of Egypt. Um, The Psalmist said, I will remember the years of the right hand of the most high. I will remember thy wonders of old Um, Mm -hmm. in Jude. They record beloved. Remember the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord, Jesus Christ. And, you know, Something that has been such an encouragement to me is just this line, this verse. I don't even remember the reference of it right now, but just that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know the God of yesterday, if you don't remember who he was yesterday, that doesn't give you much encouragement, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't give you much strength to fuel your future. And so when I say that he's the same, Yesterday, today, and forever, I get really excited. That gives me so much encouragement because I can look back and I can say, wow, yesterday he was good. Yesterday Mm -hmm. he never failed me, Mm -hmm. you know, and just this, this reminder that the God of yesterday has been so good to me. And we don't know, none of us know what the future holds. And, you know, I look ahead at my future and I see a lot of darkness and uncertainty and just cloudiness. And, you know, I could look at that with fear, but when I look in my living room and I see a whole bookshelf of journals that tell Mm -hmm. me that the God of yesterday was good, um, that he was faithful, that he was incredible, that he always came through um then that just gives me so much encouragement for my future that he's going to be good tomorrow. He's going to be good forever. Um, and so that has really been just this just this concept that has been so powerful in my life. Um, and just one of the reasons I, you know, I often go back and look at old journals. Um, I love one of my favorite things to do is like, go back on that specific day and look like a year ago this day, like, what was I doing or two years ago this day? That's like fun for me. I don't always have time to do it, but um, you know, that, that has just, I've so many times I've gone back and read something that really ministered to me. And it's like preaching, you know, like, it's like reading a sermon that, you know, you didn't have to go to church and get the sermon from pastor. Like you could just get it out of the word of God for yourself that day. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and the Bible says, David, he encouraged himself in the Lord. And, you know, if we're always waiting for someone else to encourage us, like it's, we're going to, we're going to have days where we are very discouraged, where we you know, people are going to fall short. We can't expect someone else always to be there to encourage us. I mean, it's great when, when they can, that's amazing. That's extra. But I think really at the end of the day, we have to learn how to encourage ourselves and journaling and writing things down is just one of, I've found one of the best ways that I can do that. Um, and lastly, sorry, this is kind of a long answer, but I just had a few things. Um, but lastly, memories, I have really found, God kind of showed me this recently. Um, memories build intimacy, right? Like with your closest mm-hmm. friends, you can say like, do you remember when, you know, we did this or, you know, and like the more memories you create with someone, the closer you feel to them, right? Like mm-hmm. you just have this, this kind of this history, these, these memories and, so every time that you record something, a memory with Jesus, a gift from him, a personal word that he spoke to you, like not to somebody else. I mean, it's great. Those are amazing. And we need those and we need sermon notes, um, too. absolutely. I've been so encouraged by sermon notes, but you know, when God gives you a verse, when he answers mm-hmm. your question and you write that down. That just builds so much intimacy and and just strengthens your relationship with Jesus. So I just love that I I have this this history um, in my journals and just kind of this history that Jesus and I are building together. So
0: I love all of that. Journaling really is such a powerful tool. And I love how you talked about, you know, David encouraging himself in the Lord. And I had met someone about a year or two ago and they told me some of the greatest encouragement is when I go back to my journal and I read things that God showed me. And it is almost like somebody else wrote it, but it is a very powerful tool of encouragement. And, um, again, just chronically, like you said, that history, that relationship that you're building with Jesus, I want to switch to a little bit more of the practical side. I think this is what's going to really um, help those who might be listening establish this habit or maybe just deepen it for themselves. Can you just give some pointers to those who want to start journaling and they don't know where to begin? Or maybe they kind of are where you were before where they do it. Sometimes they have journals all around their house. They've gotten a few pages Mm -hmm. in and never like really solidified the habit in their life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so the first thing you'll have to do <laughs> if you want yeah. a journal is you will need a journal. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's the first step. <laughs> um, but honestly, I think like investing in it. So, you know, anytime you, you know, want to take something seriously, right? You're going to invest in it. So, um if you go buy the 25 cent notebook from Walmart and the pen that runs out after you write one <laughs> sentence you're probably not going to be super excited to sit down and journal but um if you buy a journal you love if you find one with maybe a saying on the front that's just like really speaking to you in that season um and i do have a couple like recommendations of brands honestly a search on amazon for you know journal would you would find a lot there too but um Um, but I will say that there, there are a couple, there's like um, the Echolo journals, which I know Megan uses. Um, And I also love spiral, some spiral journals, like Bando is a really good brand. Um, And I actually have found, I used to really like only love, love, love Echolo journals, but um, especially in this season with little kids, the spiral ones have, I've actually found are a little bit easier because you can kind of like put them on your lap and, and, you know, like turn them over while you're holding a kid in one hand. It's just like a little bit easier <laughs> okay. than trying to like finagle the, the other one that doesn't spiral. But anyways, um, so I would just recommend honestly, finding a journal that you love and they are excited to write in. Um, and then this is just super practical, but keep it with you. Keep it at the, keep it in the same spot like all the time. So, I keep mine in the same spot next to my Bible with my pen. Like every night before I go to bed, I like go find where my Bible is, where my journal is. I put them all together. I put them in the same spot so that I know like when I wake up, this is where I go, right? Like I have mm-hmm. it all sitting here. I don't have to try to find it. Um and then bring it with you as much as you can. You would be amazed at how many times you you can write, you know, while you're commuting, if, if you if you don't drive, obviously, while you're commuting, but um, or while you're waiting for something so much of the time we just pull out our phones when we're waiting. But you could like sit at the doctor's office and write something or, you know, um, just keeping it with you as often as you can, um, you know, bring it to church. Maybe you'll have a little bit of time before church that you could sit on the pew and journal for a little bit or. Um, you know, just, I think keeping it with you is so huge, um, and knowing where it is. Um, because again, if it's kind of just in random places, you'll, you'll lose it. You'll lose track of it. Um, so I love to keep mine in the same spot and then, you know, it's just kind of, the, it's like taking the guesswork out of it. Right. Like, um, you, you have this path of least resistance, you know, exactly what you're doing when you get up in the morning, where you're going. I like to kind of prepare ahead of time. Um, So, once you have your journal um, that you're excited to write in, um, honestly, it is as simple as writing the date. So, say you're going to start tomorrow, you wake up, or if you know, whatever time is best for you, I like to do it usually in the morning if I can. Um, And you write the date. And then you start writing. Honestly, it's like that simple. You write, you know, maybe you write out a little prayer. Maybe you write out a little love note to Jesus. Um, maybe you just copy down a Bible verse that day. Um, maybe you copy down a Bible verse and then one of the words in that Bible verse kind of jump out at you. And you're like, oh, this word is interesting. I'm going to look it up. So then you look it up and then you write down the definition. Mm-hmm. And then that brings you to, you know, another verse that co- kind of correlates and maybe you write that verse down. And honestly, it just depends on how much time you have, um, in that particular day, but it's really that simple. Um, and you know, a couple of the things, a couple of the tools that have kind of helped me kind of go deeper, um, would be like commentaries that I read, um, I love Charles Spurgeon, Matthew Henry, um, also the Blue Letter Bible app I use to look up definitions of words, Um, uh, dictionary, obviously. And then sometimes I don't do this as often because I just don't often have a lot of time to pull in other resources, but like I did a study on sheep once it it was just like about meekness and sheep. I don't even, I don't even remember it all right now, but like, you know, I looked up a couple articles, like what are sheep? Like, you know, we're supposed to be like sheep that are led by a shepherd. Like what's a sheep. Um, And so I kind of looked that up and wrote a little bit about it. So, you know, you can sometimes pull in other resources too, to do some writing. It doesn't have to be just like that. I think you can just like get out of the box, right? Like get creative with it. Mm -hmm. Um, another tip that i i love is just make it your own mm-hmm. you know um if you love colored pens and highlighters and stickers and washi tape like that's amazing like if you love drawing like draw a picture um whatever is your own personal flair like make it your own and make it fun for you like whatever your creative tendencies are Um, I also love to like keep treasures in my journal. So, you know, if I get a card in the mail, I might tape it in there or like a candy wrapper or pictures, um, little flowers that my son brings me sometimes. Um, in one of my journals, I have a a little flower from Corinth and I just love that it's from Greece. And I'm like, Oh, I got to bring a piece of Corinth back with me and tape it in my journal. Like it's so, so special because honestly, lord knows I would have lost that thing. Like you know, <laughs> right away if I wouldn't have had a place to put it. You know, like where do you keep a flower? I don't know. Um so anyways, um like little notes that maybe if you if you're if your kids write you a note or your husband or or wife or whatever whoever's listening to this, um pictures your kids draw I don't know random things just random things that you want to keep and it becomes like this keep all for just everything that all these little treasures that you don't really know what to do with that you would probably throw in a shoebox or you know just that would get lost I I like to tape those in my journal um I also use the same journal for everything I feel like this is helpful because I've tried before like you know, one for sermon notes and one for, you know, um, what your kids say and one for, you know, this study topic and one, I don't know, like I've tried to like organize it and separate it, but honestly, one is very helpful for me. I write everything in it. Sometimes I even write lists. Um, I might write like ideas for like a thing that I have coming up. Um, I just kind of have one like place. I don't write like my daily to-do list every day in it or anything. Cause that would get pretty cluttered, but I just, I just use it for everything. I write the date and then whatever I have going on in my life, that particular day um, is, is in that journal. So if I'm at church, it's sermon notes. If I'm, you know, on vacation, it's vacation treasures and what I did on vacation that day. And, you know, so I really do just kind of have one that I keep with me everywhere um, or bring with me everywhere as much as I can. Um, okay. Another thing, sorry, this is kind of a
0: lot. Okay. Um,
1: so the other thing I have found is that I don't always have time to journal right away. Um, maybe like my son says something really funny that I really want to put in my journal, but I don't have time, but I usually do always have my phone with me. So sometimes I will put a note in my phone, like things to journal, like whether it's, and I'll try to put the date and what he said, or a couple, like um, if I have an idea pop in my head, like, oh, I want to journal about this maybe, or um, you know, whatever. I will put them in a notes app on my phone and then I can transfer them to my journal later so it doesn't get lost. Um, But honestly, I will say, if you have your journal accessible, the best thing to do is just pick it up and write it down right away because a lot of times you just forget or it gets put in the wrong place. Um, but that is just one little thing that you can do if you, if you um, if that could work for you, maybe just to kind of transfer things later if you don't have time at the moment. Um, and obviously you don't have to journal, you know, um by hand. You my husband actually journals um electronically. He just has like a Word document. He does that every day, pretty much, um, journals. And so it doesn't obviously have to be paper. Um, it, it's kind of whatever works best for you. So that's just a few things. Um, I will say, too, that like um, sticky notes can help, like headings, you know, if, you, if there's something that you want to like really come back to, it's helpful to kind of um, mark that with like a heading, maybe you want to put like, um, you know, my child, a child memory or something on the top. Like if you, if you when, when you're flipping through, if you really want to try to find something more easily, because otherwise things do kind of get lost. Um, and then I will just share this one last thing for people who just really want to start the habit and you're kind of like, Oh, I'm, I'm just not really sure where to start. Or, um, or you're having a hard time staying consistent, this was really life-changing for me, I will say. Um, I don't even remember why I decided to, to do this, but I started with Psalm 119 one year, and I just, um, every day I woke up, I wrote the date, I wrote Psalm 119 one, copied down the verse. And then if I had time to write about that verse or write about anything in particular that day, I would do that, but if I didn't, I would just move on, come back the next day, write the date, Psalm 119 And I just went all the way through Psalm 119. And there's, I I think there's 150 verses in Psalm 119, if I'm remembering correctly, but um, that really helped me establish the habit. Like, I feel like just, it was very simple. It took me less than five minutes, less than two minutes, probably And it was just like training my brain every day, come back, write this, come back, write that, you know, and I didn't even have to think about it. Like I knew, look, I could look at the previous day and say like, oh, I did verse three yesterday. I'm going to do verse four today, just copied it down and moved on. And I really feel like that helped me. I, It is really from that point on that I will say pretty much I have journaled every day. I mean, And honestly, sometimes it's write The date and hi Jesus and nothing else. Like, but I really just like, it's like in my brain now, I just go to it every day. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that could be something that's helpful for you. If, if you are really like, Oh, where do I start? I don't even know. Or you just kind of get lost. Like, I don't even know what I like, what, you know, where am I? And I don't know. I, I just, I definitely feel like that really helped me. So that could help you. Um, Possibly build the habit. So
0: that is a lot of good information, um, a lot of practical tips, and I think a lot of people will really find some some valuable. Um, insight there. I want to kind of take off of that and ask you about being a young mother, because hearing you talk about all your tips, it sounds like you're just spending hours and hours every day journaling. I mean, maybe not, but that question comes up a lot. Like I'm a busy mother. How do I establish the habit of a Bible reading, B prayer and C journaling in this season? Can you just give, you know, just a few thoughts on that?
1: Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah. You know, I do not spend hours every day necessarily. I would love to. Um, but you know, this is a season where God will teach us and he's teaching me to let go of ideals. Mm -hmm. Um, and God is really, really teaching me that. And I am (laughs) still learning. Um, And it's just not going to look the same every day. And it's not going to look like your friend or, you know, like the unedited podcaster necessarily, you know, it's, it's not going to look, it's, it's you and Jesus. And, and that's amazing. That's what it should be. Right. Um, and I, I will say first and foremost, like you can do it. Um, Mm -hmm. you can absolutely do it. Um, and I just want to say that because I think a lot of times, you know, I, or a few times I've heard people say like, oh, I wish I could journal or I wish I had time or I wish I, you know, knew what to write or, you know, something along those lines. And, and I just want to tell you that you can, if you have the desire to do it, you absolutely can do it. And if you have the desire, like do it, please do it. It is just such a gift. Um, just kind of on the topic of young motherhood too, like the, my journals are such treasures that I'm like, oh I'm gonna my kids you know are gonna have these memories and these things that that God gave me, and I hope that they'll be they'll be an encouragement to them someday and um you know just I think it is just such a gift, but um I think one thing too is that not everything has to be this like deep spiritual truth, you know, this elaborate revelation that God gave you that day. Like that's not every day. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. you can include funny things that your kids say, you can include like little adventures from your day, silly memories, tiny little things that your children bring you, um, and kind of just adapt your journal to your season, right? Like Mm -hmm. every season will look different um and you're going to have seasons where you have a lot of time and and I would say stock up on those seasons like mm-hmm. stock up when you have that time like journal 17 times a day if you can get to your journal like go to it whenever you can and write and write and write um and then you're going to have painful seasons where it's hard to write things down um you're going to have lonely seasons um you're going to have busy seasons and you're going to have seasons where you're not feeling it. Um, and that's okay. You know, even if you just copy down a Bible verse, you know, even if you just, like I said, write the date and write not feeling it today, you know, I think that that is just, there's power in just writing it down. Um, and then you're going to have creative seasons. And so your, your journal is going to look different in every season. And, you know, you can include your kids in it. Um, you know, this is something that I'm learning how to do. Obviously it looks differently when you have a toddler running around and a baby crawling on your lap, you know, versus when you can just sit by yourself, it's going to look differently. Um, but you can, you know, the other day I actually read my three-year-old something that I was writing. I was like, Oh, do you want to hear about this? And he was like, yeah, mom, you know, I'm, I don't know how much he got, but I was like, you know what? I'm sitting here doing this. I'm going to read it to him. I don't know. Like just kind of trying to really find whatever way I can to just include them in it. Um, And um, also, you know, it's just kind of funny. I was thinking about this earlier that there are seasons where I have a lot of tears on my pages. And then there are seasons where I can't differentiate between a tear or like a drool spot from my baby (laughs) because he's like right there grabbing my pen every five seconds and drooling. Um, But you know what? I'm just learning to embrace the season and just use it like to capture memories. So, you know, when my son rips the page, I write the date and I write his name and um, just trying to use it as like a memory instead of like a frustration, like, oh, I'm supposed to be able to mm-hmm. sit here for seventeen hours and do this. Like, what in the world? Um, because sometimes it's hard. like you want you you know, you want to. but just really trying to include them and adapt um, your life to or your journal to your life. Um, and I will say that, you know, this season of young motherhood is very exhausting and I hear that a lot. And I feel that a lot. Um, but honestly, reminding myself that going to my Bible and going to my journal and sitting with Jesus is truly more refreshing than Mm -hmm. anything else. It, I mean, than you know, sitting with a movie or, you know, whatever, you know, whatever you find, you know, that refreshes you just, I would encourage you to just try it, try replacing sitting with your Bible and your journal, replace it with something else or replace something else with that. I should say, Mm -hmm. um, and see what, see how you feel, um, you know, replace it choose that over a form of entertainment or something else, you know, prioritize it and see how you feel. You may be surprised at how refreshed you really feel. Um, and sometimes the best thing we can do is just the hard thing, which is getting to that place. And then once we get there, it is like, wow, why did I wait so long to just do this? Like, this is amazing. Like I'm feeling so much better. Um, and so, yeah, I hope that's helpful. Um, just really, just really pursuing that connection, pursuing him. That's what it's about. It's more than just journaling, you know, it's building intimacy, it's just building that relationship. And it's going to look different, but that's okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And I love how you talked about, you know, learning to let go of ideals. I think that's a lot of it because we do have a very, idealistic view of what it should look like. And then our kids are interrupting this ideal. And like you oh. said, it becomes a frustration. And so um, and I love how you just shared bringing them into it and, you know, you're building almost like a memorial with them where they see you in the Word of God they see you spending time with Jesus they know that this is a source in your life and that is going to speak volumes in their adult lives um, so thank you for all that you shared with people that are in that same season of life that you're in I just have a couple of closing questions um, what is one of the most impacting thoughts that you've written about recently or something that God is really ministering to you through?
1: Oh, this is so hard to just pick one, but um, there, there's a lot that God is just dealing with me about right now. But one thing um, is just this idea that Jesus is so extra, like, and I don't know, I just like wrote that in my journal one day after reading this verse um, in Acts 14, 17, it says, in that he did good And gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. Mm. And I read that and I was like, wow, like rain. Yes, we need rain, but then there's fruitful seasons and Mm. food. Yes, we need food, but then there's gladness and just like this extra that Jesus gives. Um, And honestly, I could go on and on about it because God is just, you know, I, now that I have that in my head, like this Jesus is so extra, I'm just like finding it all over the Bible, um, everywhere that I'm reading and just that, you know, he is necessity, but he's also just beautiful and just mm-hmm. so incredible. Um, just that he goes above and beyond for us. So that's just one little thing I could share more about it, but I don't want to take too much time. Um, but that's just so cool.
0: That is amazing. That's such a good thought. Um, oh, Yeah, my brain is going and wants to start sharing little spin-off thoughts, but I will spare you. I'm sure you have enough of your own. In closing, you have an open mic just to share anything that you feel would be valuable to any listener on the topic of Bible reading, prayer, journaling. If you could just say one thing about it, what would it be? Or is there anything we haven't covered that you'd like to say?
1: Hmm. Yes. Um, wow. You know, I think one thing, maybe two things, <laughs> um, <laughs> but for sure, one thing that's really been just like on my heart lately is just the incredible privilege that we have every time we access the word of God. Mm. Um, and if you have a Bible in your home right now, And you don't have to close the shades or hide when you read it.
0: Mm. Just
1: what an incredible privilege it is. Like, it's just such a treasure. And I think it's so easy for us to forget that it's so, so easy. And it's like, Lord, remind me every day, just every time I open your word, what a privilege this is. And let me run to it. Like it is that privilege, you know? Um, that I would seek it out. Like it is the treasure, you know, like the Bible says more to be desired are his words than gold, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey in the honeycomb. And so God's just really been, you know, reminding me of that, that his word is just treasure and it is just sweet, sweeter than anything else that we could ever experience in this life. and. I will just say, too, that you will never regret establishing this habit ever. Mm -hmm. You will never, ever regret it. And, you know, there are seasons that I've been in that I didn't want to be in, but God used those seasons to teach me. Um, And so if you're in a hard season, don't waste it. Mm -hmm. Use it squeeze every ounce of it out that you can squeeze out of it because it is going to deepen your relationship with God. It's going to prepare you for your future. It's just, you know, it's going to be, it might be discipline in the moment. It might be hard at first or unpleasant, or just, just, it's going to feel sometimes, honestly, like walking through just like the thickest mud, that you could walk through, like, you're going to just have to like push yourself to get to that place, but do it like whatever you have to do to get there, do it. Um, because everything that you may be struggling with in your life, and I could name a million things, but you know, whether it's, you know, unfulfilled relationships, fear, worry, just this empty feeling or an ache, maybe it's lack of direction, you know, just whatever, anything that you could be struggling with, it will improve when you read your Bible and you pray and Mm -hmm. it will get better. Um, and even if the circumstances don't change, you will change. And Mm -hmm. that is just so, so powerful. And so I would just encourage you to choose it, just choose it, decide that you're going to do it and choose it and then keep on choosing it, honestly, because this is the relationship that you were made for. And, you know, I just was thinking how sad it would be to go through my whole life and never really be in part, be a part of the one relationship that I was made for. Mm. Um, and, and just once you discover, you know, how incredible it is, you will only wish that you would have started sooner. Um, but thankfully we are going to have eternity, you know, to make up for all lost time. Um, but just keep holding on and, um, this habit doing, you know, meeting with Jesus every day, it's going to be how you make it through everything that comes your way. So,
0: just do it. (laughs) Just do it. Oh, that is, yes. This habit really does become the way that you make it through everything. And I love how you said, even if the circumstances don't change, God will change you through the circumstances. And that certainly is the case. There are so many things that you said that I would love to, to, uh, respond to, but I just want to say thank you so much for sharing your heart with um, the unedited listeners. I'm so grateful for your ministry, and I so appreciate everything that you've shared today. Um, Journaling really is a life-changing habit, and I hope that this conversation with Dakota is an encouragement for you to commit to this habit or maybe just strengthen this habit that you already have. So thank you again, Dakota, for being here.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: I just want to say a huge thank you again to Dakota for being willing to share from her heart about her passion for the Word of God, her passion for journaling, and about the impact that it has made in her life. And thank you again so much for joining me today. I'm so grateful that you are here. If you have questions, you can visit megunedited.com. For now, go grab your journal and your Bible. I so look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited. This is for you. Happy, happy, wonderful, fabulous Friday.